perfect. That yeah, better? this is way better. Yeah, way better. Now, now you don't look like a goofball on speakerphone <laughs> in the middle of the airport. I'll just be, I'll be looking like I'm talking to myself now. Nice. Well, hey man, it's better to look crazy these days than uh, be a total asshole. So, ah, actually, they kind of go together. similar. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, that didn't really work out. <laughs> You know what? As long as you're trying, it's all that matters. Right. Trying to be an asshole? Or trying not to? Got it. No, trying in general. Uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Cool, man. Well, you're the first repeat offender on the podcast, man. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that no. title too. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the only person that I can get a second phone call from. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, yeah. you well, know what? there's are, always got to be a first. Man, man, what a what a privilege and a pleasure <laughs> to have you on again. <laughs> well, I'm on right now drinking a beer. Yeah. Perfect. And I'm sitting out in my car in the driveway because it's too noisy inside with the kids. So <laughs> let's get let's get down to the nitty gritty, man. What's what's yeah, going on it. with your game right now? The last uh, week or so, things that you've thought about and things that you felt. Well, let's see. I played two weeks in the Bahamas. That was rusty as hell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. It's fine. I had my honeymoon, which is amazing, so can't complain. Right before, so. But it was yeah. good, you know? Felt like right. I learned a lot in my first two weeks this year, so. You got to learn from it and, and move forward, so I'm excited for what's ahead. Game feels sure. pretty good. 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 Then is there anything in particular in the last week or so that you've been working on or focused on? I mean, yeah, uh, just learning about what the wrists should do in the go- Yeah. Or, like, you know, how they function correctly for the best ball strikers, I guess, you know. Yeah. So just learning about that stuff. I'm always trying to learn about that stuff or sure. anything relating to the golf swing. Kind of like to know what, what's going on and why things happen. So, it's, yeah. Uh, it's always like a learning process. Yeah. And I just kind of apply what I what I would think would help my game. So sure. Um, sure. but yeah, just knowing uh how the wrists work. I kinda learned a lot this week from that. So Yeah. I think when I was in the Bahamas, you know, I was rusty, so my feels were a little off and I'm such a I don't know, it doesn't look like a frenzy player. Mm-hmm. I feel everything in my hands, so mm-hmm. it, uh, the feel wasn't quite there. So yeah. it's just figuring out why that is, and obviously, yeah. like I can, I can put the time in, and I know how to improve. I, I know my game enough where I can kind of get it back. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. just digging deeper into why everything happens. Right. That's what I want to figure out. Right. Right. 
So when I started to take this real deep dive into kind of understanding why I was hitting the ball really the kid with a stronger grip, um, I started noticing some, some things with your swing that I've been attempting to do for the last year or so in regards to wrist action. And um, I've been going in to ask Maki to verify uh, what these, is, uh, you know, I'm not the type to uh, get all the medical terms down real quick, but um, basically, you know, getting that right wrist extension coming back yeah. a lot of cupping in the right wrist, taking it back and yeah. a lot of radial deviation with the left yes. wrist taking yes. it back. Anatomical right. terminology is what you're right. talking about. Right. And um, if you've got your hands on the club the way that you do, which would be considered more on the strong side, that club face just basically stares, stays square or uh, perpendicular to your plane throughout the entire motion. So it's yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, when you do what you do best, which is just a little bit of radial deviation right off the bat uh, in the left wrist, and then a little bit of extension in the right wrist, when you take it back, I mean, you don't miss it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't, you don't. And, and for and, me, for me. Yeah. For me, like just learning all this stuff, like, Technically, technical wise, like, mm-hmm. right, you know, saying all those things, um, I have such immobile wrists, like I'm not flexible on my wrists at all. Like I've, I've mm. tried to make them more flexible, stretching them out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a fast progress for me. It, I have mm-hmm. to keep doing it because they're, they are not like, you know, when you try to extend your wrists straight in front of you like they should be close to 90 degrees with your with your forearm the wrist yeah the hand sure like your hand and in, in forearm should make a close to 90 degree angle mine's like close to 45 gotcha so that's that wrist extension in my right hand where i don't have enough of yeah and i wish i had more which i'm gonna work on a lot i think mm-hmm. for this year just try to work that out yeah It'll obviously take time yeah, but I feel like for me, if I can get that down, I'm gonna have a much easier job keeping that extension in my wrist in the downswing. Mm-hmm. Because like, when I get to P6 in the swing, which is where the club is parallel to the ground, I tend to lose that angle when I'm off pretty easily. Okay. And then I start to lose uh, some lag and some compression into the ball. Just uh, like there's. So early early flexion in the right wrist is yeah i mean it's a little bit of early extension if anything you know gotcha Uh, gotcha but the other the other cool thing about that is that and i hope that people can follow along when i say this is that when your hands are on the club the way that you have them which is a little bit on the stronger side and there's wrist extension in the right wrist radial deviation in the left wrist and not an excessive amount. There's going to be a little bit, 
but not an excessive amount amount of forearm rotation and facial rotation. The cool thing is, is that that club face stays really square, no matter whether you release it a little bit early or it a little bit late. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, li- so line wise, you're not going to get very far off. I mean, that's why, that's why, that's why DJ can, can hit it on a button. You know, somebody who's six, four and whales on it. You know, how does that guy hit it as straight as he does? Well, because of exactly what we're talking about. But I think, I think the last thing that people don't add on to this is like, you have to also rotate well, no matter what. Sure. Sure. You know, you have to, you have to be able to rotate with all this wrist Uh wrist movement that you're trying to incorporate into your swing. Because if you don't rotate, you're just going to flip it. Sure. Impact or at impact. So it doesn't even matter how well you were at P6. (laughs) Right. No. Because at P6, if you're spot on, you just turn. Right. And naturally you're going to want to release at the, at the ball or just pass the ball and it's going to score up because you're rotating. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, DJ does an excellent job of, you know, quote unquote, keeping his body out of the way. Right. Or rotating. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you, you've got all that. You've, you've got that, uh, Adam Scottish type of, uh, setup where you've already got all that room for your arms and your hands to work, but you also do a really good job of clearing, you know, if you're directly behind you, uh, if I'm directly behind you watching you hit balls and I get a still shot of you at impact, you know, I can basically see both of your, your butt cheeks at impact. I mean, you're rotating on it pretty good, right? Nice. Am I wearing pants at least? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any other way to describe it to people, you know, <laughs> what does somebody look like that uh, rotates on it real well or stays out of the way really well at impact? I'm like, uh, the left hip is out of the way. Well, how much? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just way out of the way. Well, how well, as much, much as well, it can, because see, it's you... cheeks. That's the, that's the, uh, for me, that's the thing where I'm like, okay, that that is a really good impact position when you can stand yes. directly behind somebody, see both butt cheeks, and they're still maintaining a bunch of right wrist extension at impact. Yeah, you want it to rotate as much as it can rotate, but that's that starts with transition. Like if you don't have that proper transition where that lower body starts um, the downswing you know, yeah. Um, then, you know, you're kind of messed up anyways, because you're not sequenced correctly. Um, right. I think a lot of the downswing is sequencing at that point where the lower body starts and kind of everything else follows behind. Yeah. And obviously if you rotate well and you keep those positions in the wrists, you know, you're going to, you're going to hit good shots. Right. Just a little itty bitty bump to the left side and then turn. What is it that you you try to feel in your transition? Well, let's see. I mean, right now my my swing thought is 
left shoulder down in transition, for me that gets like my left leg to squat down into the mm-hmm. heel, mm-hmm. which gets my butt to go back and my left shoulder to go down, which gotcha. creates like a rubber band effect with my upper body and arms and wrists and club to just it kind of slingshots back into the slot. And then I, from there, I can just release and rotate the club. You know, when I do that, well, I'm for me, like it's all about starting my ball online. Mm-hmm. And from there I can control the curve for mm-hmm. me. When I get off it with my swing and, and shots, it's when I can't control my starting lines with irons and driver and whatever. Mm-hmm. Off the and that's like a lot of what I work on when I'm out at tournaments is trying to work on my starting lines. And when yeah. I can do that, I know I'm sequenced correctly. Like I know my body's working how it should. So, mm-hmm. uh, as they say, it kind of starts from the ground up, which is true. But like that's such a broad term. Sure. But uh, when you so when you yeah. when you when you complete your 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 backswing, you have a feeling of completion of your black backswing. Where where does it feel like you're sitting at? Where, where are you feeling the most pressure at that point? So I think transition starts before the backswing ends. Sure, sure. So my weight is getting to my right side, but uh-huh. right before the club gets to the top and stops, I'm already loading into my left. And down, down into my left foot, left shoulder goes down a little bit, and then I'm starting to turn. And that yeah. creates that stretch from my left leg into my wrist, basically. It's that stretch effect where everything kind of just reacts. Yeah. You get you get natural speed that way. Yeah. And the wrist, you know, if I have my soft wrists um, where they are, are allowed to react to my body, instead mm-hmm. of pulling down with my hands, mm-hmm. I'm able to create that lag and hold it easier. Like sometimes right. I, I get too handsy and I, I, that's where I get early extension where I mm-hmm. try to force it with my hands and that's where I get in trouble. Right. So yeah, those are like my kind of look at. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to uh, necessarily dive into that rabbit hole, but I actually, I think maybe that's a, a good place to go. I think one of the, one of the things that's difficult to describe to some people when it comes to really good weight transfer and people in, in my circle that come to mind is somebody like Rico. You were talking about transition and weight transfer, right? When somebody asks me about Rico's weight transfer, say, Hey, you know, like if somebody were to ask me, when, when does Rico start going left with his lower body? You know, I go right as he's taking the club away. He's already going pretty much. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is difficult for people to comprehend because most people are thinking, you know, Oh, I kind of sway right a little bit. And then I sway back to the left and in transition. But in reality, you're starting to go left with the lower body a lot quicker um, yeah. Then people would think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. John, I mean, John people, Rahm, it's I hard. Mean, it's hard. Why does John Rahm have such a, a, a short, compact 
compression move. Well, because of exactly what I was just talking about, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's yeah. why he's able to have that short swing. Right, right. His lower body is going left like earlier than anyone's. Right, know? right, right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Rico's such a good example. Like, he, he does that so well, too. Yeah. And from there, it's like you can control, like – where your club is going to hit the ground so well after the, after you hit the ball, obviously you can control the bottom of your arc way easier if you do all that correctly. Like, right. Obviously it's easier said than done, but sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause just it knowing, helps the golfer. Just knowing it is half yeah. the battle. Yeah. It gets the golfer the ability to get that, that full, well, like, you know, talking about Rico again, that full, stretch that stretch to the point where um things can't really go sideways type of stretch you know what i mean there's so much uh, yeah. opposition going on that it's like yeah exactly that thing's just going to be on point you know yeah exactly yeah. and then from there you can kind of control like what shot you want to hit and all that stuff too yeah makes it a have you be have you, so you were talking about like uh, becoming aware of some things this week or figuring out some things in regards to how your wrists work? Um, have you made any like uh, small grip changes or anything or no, not really. Um, I just no, like when I'm on my best weeks that I've had, like I don't even worry about my, and that that has something to do with grip pressure and like consistent grip pressure throughout the whole swing. I think, mm-hmm. I think have a, you can hold the grip really tight or you can hold it really loose, but I think if you can just have it stay that way throughout the whole swing, yeah, and not grip it harder in the downswing or lighter in the down you started with I think keeping that consistent grip pressure throughout the swing even like short game and putting is the same thing like you can get the correct feel and you have better touch overall yeah and so you allow your wrist to work better because you start with the same grip pressure you continue to have that grip pressure the same throughout the whole swing and it's 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 a nice feeling to have because you're not it allows you to not happen with your hands that's the last thing yeah. you kind of want to do is kind of save it with your hands or force it too hard with your hands. Right. Um, so that's so something is that, that I've is, like learned. Yeah. Is that your, cause I, I think all good players pretty much, you know, like narrow it down to one, maybe two at the most uh, mechanical thoughts going into a, a, a tournament week. What, what is yours going into this week? Yeah, so like I said earlier, like I like to release early because I have such limited flexibility in my wrists. Yeah. Because I don't extend my right hand enough. All I need to do is release the club a little bit, and it's like where it needs to be, right? In fact, why is it? So if I extend, if I release it too much, my right hand's already not extended enough so if i release it too much 
it's going to flex way more. And it's more of like a scooping action, right? Okay. So for mm-hmm. me, like, I learned that a late release where I can hold on to it longer and release it later through impacts, that really helps me out because I can just hold on to that that wrist extension in my right hand longer. Gotcha. I can control the club face a little easier. So that's kind of gotcha. like my swing thought as of late is like a... Um, it kind of just helps like with more of a whipping action too, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, sorry, I'm like a little out of breath. No, it's okay. It's all right. Hey, you know what? I mean, you bring up a really good point. It would make sense who has a little bit less uh, right wrist extension uh, taking it back and coming down should try to feel yeah. a little less right wrist flexion going through. That totally makes sense. I'm back. <laughs> All right. You got me loud and clear? Yep. Okay, cool. So, we were saying, oh, well, I was saying how that, you know, I, I've i never heard it explained that way, but it makes total sense that yeah. somebody who has a limited amount or at least feels a limited amount of right wrist extension should feel a later or not as much of a right wrist flexion yeah. through the hitting zone. 100%. Right. right. But, uh, and that's kind of yeah. my, that's kind of like my really bad feel. Like if I start to get off, I feel too much of that rest flexion early, especially with my right hand. Um, gotcha. And that's where I get in trouble. I start hitting it left, especially with the irons. Um, so that's kind of something I've figured out, you know. It kind of frees you up because you can actually release it hard that way. Right. And for me, if it doesn't go left, that's a nice feeling (laughs) to have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know. When is it when is it that you don't hear from a good player that if you were to ask them, what's the best ball striking feeling, man? Nearly every ball striker or good good player, good ball striker is going to say, I feel my best when blank, which is typically filled in with, I, I hit it as hard as I want, and it's not going to go left. 100%. That's, or, that's always the same thing that's said. Or you can hit it soft and not go left, you know? Right. You can take a you can take half a club off an A iron or a seven iron and not go left. That's that's a great feeling too. So mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. all good things because you can aim correctly now. You can you can focus on on the little things correctly now. So mm-hmm. and I, I and uh, yeah, I, it's all it's all good. I had one of those days today, Mark, where. I didn't want to hit any knockdown shots because I knew I was going to yank them. You bring up a good point. It is a really good feeling when you can club down a little bit, hit a knockdown, and know that it's not going to go left. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, something I always work on, you know. Yeah. Because when it comes to tournaments, that's so huge to have that feeling down. 
Sure.